Hi, this is Dr. Mark Wade with the American Posture Institute, and you're listening to Cairo Candy with Billy Sticker. You're listening to Cairo Candy, the podcast of sweet chiropractic success. Here's your host, Billy Sticker. Hey guys, Billy Sticker here. Welcome to another episode of Cairo Candy. Uh, now, this episode is really near and dear to my heart, and uh, before we get into um, into the interview, I want to kind of share a little bit of my backstory that some of you probably heard before and some of you may not have. And we're not going to do the, the whole story, but basically in 2007, 2008, I found myself working in office for a chiropractor. I was the marketer. I was the one doing all the screenings, health fairs, you know, all that stuff. And I fell in love with the practice, uh, or with the profession in general. I just, uh, I really, really loved what we were doing. We were having great success. We doubled the volume in both of his offices. And um, I actually had some articles written in Cairo Economics, wrote a book on marketing for chiropractors. And I started, at the time, the very first podcast for chiropractors. And it was called Chiropractic Marketing University. Uh, I was going through some training with the guys over at Internet Business Mastery. Um, and one of the guys in the going through the training with me was a guy named Pat Flynn. Uh, now, not Dr. Patrick Flynn that a lot of you guys know of uh, from the Wellness Way. This is a, a different Pat Flynn. But we really never had a lot of interaction. You know, I don't even know if he knew who I was, but I, I knew him from the group. And uh, they used his story as a testimonial on one of their podcasts. I was interviewed on their podcast before. Um, but I ended up getting, even though I, you know, I had the podcast going and was having great success uh, in really enjoying the chiropractic profession, if you will, uh, it just wasn't the same money. I mean, I was used to considerably more money than what I was making there. So, uh, you know, after a couple of years of, of working with a chiropractor, I ended up going back into the coin business just because, you know, consider it the golden handcuffs, if you will. And <clears throat> um, several years later, I found myself, you know, every once in a while, I would hear something or see something online about Pat Flynn uh, and his podcast. And his podcast, by the way, is Smart Passive Income. And I would think, oh, I know that guy. You know, he's not that big of a deal. And then I found myself one day, uh, just about two and a half, three years ago, listening to, I guess right now it's been about three years ago, um, I stumbled across a podcast called Entrepreneur on Fire. And um, this guy was doing an episode every single day. Uh, which I knew from what little podcasting I'd done in the past, that's a lot of work. But he was just had just tremendous content, was just crushing it. And on his website, he has his income statements. And this guy had just started like, you know, nine months before or something. He hadn't even been doing this that long. And he was making forty or $50,000 a month. And on his website, he would break down and show where all this income was coming from. And I remember thinking, Oh my goodness, this guy just started doing this less than a year ago, and he's already bringing that much in a month. So I started doing a little bit of research, and then I look up Pat Flynn, because like I said, we were going through this training together. He had started his podcast. I had started Chiropractic Marketing University back then, and, um, and Smart Passive Income, which is Pat Flynn's podcast, 
Uh, he talks about different ways to make money online, and he also posts his monthly income on his website and where it came from. And um, John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire does the same thing. Well, Pat Flynn was making you know eighty to a hundred thousand dollars a month, and I was thinking, oh my goodness. I've got to start doing podcasts again. And why in the world did I ever stop? And I remember spending some time with God about it. I was like, you know what? I felt like there was different areas I can go. I've written a book on leadership. I've got a background in ministry. So I really didn't know exactly where and how I wanted to do a podcast. Uh, And even if if you're not spiritual, I'm still, this is my story. So I'm going to just be upfront with you. Um, I was praying about it. And I was like, God, I want some direction here. I want to do something different. Even though I'm making really, really good money, I just, I need some direction. And I want to do a podcast again. I feel like that's, you know, kind of where you're leading me. But what do I do one on? And it's like I felt the Holy Spirit say, well, what have you enjoyed the most out of everything that I've done? And without hesitation, it was the chiropractic profession. Uh, Just the miracles that we would see, the impact that it had on lives, uh, knowing that, it resonated with who I am as a believer that God created our bodies to heal. And so I, I felt like that was the direction I needed to go. And uh, then I came up with the name Cairo Candy and spent about, I guess it was December of 2014 that I purchased the domain name. And then the next four or five months, I, I worked on getting the website done. And really, I took way too long doing this. Uh, then I started getting, you know, some podcast interviews, um, you know, in the can. I went through a lot of John Lee Dumas's training, which uh, he's the one from Entrepreneur on Fire who kind of relit that passion in me and that drive, the fire, if you will, to do something different. Um, and anyway, next thing you know, a couple of years later, I feel like we're living the dream. Um make probably you know probably three to four times more this year than I ever did in the um in the the coin profession you know selling rare coins and stuff like I did before my wife stays home we're paying cash for my son's college we've been you know I went to Puerto Rico earlier this year took the family on a cruise um at the time I'm recording this we're um getting we leave tomorrow for a 10-day vacation in Hawaii and I, I just, we're making the impact. We're making a huge impact. And I look at my stats. You know, and one of the main things, it's not necessarily directly from the podcast, but I think the podcast has given me a platform. It's allowed me to make a lot of great connections in the profession, some people that I've known for years. Uh, and it's just really helped position me as an authority. But because of that, in the Facebook training, and I didn't even know that's where it would end up, but the Facebook training and and writing books for doctors, um, that's really where our income comes from, uh, and a lot of affiliate stuff. But it's, I feel that a lot of where I am now, I owe it to finding one of John Lee Dumas's podcasts, or his podcast, Entrepreneurial Fire, and it was motivating seeing what he was doing, and... Now, here we are. So it was an honor to meet him and get to hang out with him in Puerto Rico back in April. Uh, We were there for the Puerto Rico Mastermind that Mark Wade and Krista Burns puts on, uh, which if you have not signed up, which chances are you don't have, you're not able to now, but they're going to be doing another one in October 
with, um, uh, oh my goodness, I forgot who's going to be there. But another big name marketer, oh, Lewis House. How did I forget that? Lewis House is going to be there in October. The day that he announced that he opened it up to the um, to the alumni, people that went to the first one, as soon as he opened it up, tickets were for sale. We, I mean, within five minutes, I had my credit card out, you know, booking my, uh, booking my trip because it was so instrumental um, in just the growth of our business over the past few months had a lot to do with what Mark and Krista were doing down there. So it was great to hang out with JLD uh, and then for him to agree to come on and do this interview. Um, it's really meant a lot. And let's go ahead and I'll quit rambling and let's get on over into the interview. All right, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome to the show, the man, the myth, the legend, JLD, John Lee Dumas. All the way from EO Fire in Puerto Rico. That's me. You? Yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> Pretty fired up to be here, not going to lie. You know, I got to hang out with you in Puerto Rico where we literally and figuratively lit the Hilton Caribe on fire, not to mention the entire town of San Juan. So it was good to meet you in person and uh, hang out with a bunch of other uh, great chiropractors and also you know, people that uh, do great things for chiropractors and just see you know, what's going on in that world. It's a great place. I got to give it up to Mark and Krista. I mean, they, they put on an event. Raise the roof. It was crazy. And then the party bus. Uh, oh, man. Mark was in his glory in that bus. Oh, Holy that was crap. so funny. There's uh, oh. <clears throat> there's a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, video that could be used for uh, <laughs> uh, for extortion. Incriminating yeah. extortion. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great. It was great. But listen, we had one of our sessions uh, that Saturday that you spent most of the day with us. Um, it was the one that we did poolside, and I thought this was so relevant, not just to the audience you had there, but to the Cairo Candy audience, which is why I wanted to bring you on. Um, you talked about how success leaves clues. Is that enough of a setup for you? Can you kind of take it from there, and I'll guide yeah. you if we need? I mean, that is one thing that I've recognized now, having interviewed 1,700 successful entrepreneurs, is there's not that many things that are different about them. They all have the core foundations as to why they're successful because success does leave clues. And so one of the biggest things I tell people when they're starting off in any industry, doesn't matter what it is, you need to find a mentor. And that mentor is very specific. It's that person who is currently where you want to be. Why? Because success leaves clues, and that mentor has been there and done that. So they can guide you on your struggles, your obstacles, your challenges, because they've gone through those. They can help you avoid those pitfalls and those roadblocks and get you, you know, down the path to those shortcuts. Like this is critical, critical stuff because success does leave clues. You know, here you are. If you know you're you're seeing Billy Sticker, you know, I mean, here he is. He's been successful and he's leaving clues via his podcast, via his blog, via different things that he does. So success leaves clues. So if you want to be, you know, your version of Billy Sticker, if you want to be your version of JLD, like you reach out to us specifically and you say, hey, will you mentor me? And guess what? I, I'll say no because I don't mentor people one on one, but I will tell you one, two, three, four, five potential amazing mentors that are going to get you to where you need to be because I've mentored them in the past and they know what I know and they can crush it for you. So success leaves clues. Find that mentor, that person who is currently where you want to be 
and then investing in yourself through that. One of the things you talked about was how important it is to know your avatar. Touch on that. Avatar is critical. And to define avatar, it's your perfect listener for your podcast, viewer for your YouTube channel, reader of your blog, consumer of your content, client of your services, literally fill in the blank. Your avatar is that perfect person. And what's so critical is that once you really sit down and create your avatar, meaning you're writing out 500, 1,000 words in detail of who your avatar is, it makes every single decision in your business so much easier and so much more correct because you're going to get to 1,000 forks in the road. And if you try to make a decision at every one of those forks in the road, you're going to be wasting time, energy, effort, bandwidth, and money trying to make these decisions and guess what? You shouldn't be making those decisions in the first place because you're not the perfect, again, avatar, fill in the blank. You're not that perfect individual for what it is you're creating. But if you sit down, craft that avatar, then you know every step to take, left, right, up, down, whatever that might be. You know, real quick, because we don't have time to get into it, but my avatar, his name's Jimmy. He's 37 years old. He has a wife and two kids, ages three to five. Jimmy drives to work by himself every single day. It's a 35-minute commute to work. He gets stuck in a little bit of traffic. He sits in a cubicle at a job he doesn't like. I can go on for 30 minutes about Jimmy because I know this person intimately, and I know why he is a perfect listener for EO Fire. So every time I come up to a decision point in my business, I just say, WWJD, what would Jimmy do? And then I'm off to the races, left, right, left, left, right. And if you're able to sit down, craft that avatar one time, it'll make everything else in your business so much easier because you're taking the weight of the world off of your shoulders, putting it to where it should be on the weight, on the shoulders of your avatar. You know, I tell the doctors all the time, they have those patients that they love, their favorite patients. When they look that day, they see who's coming in, they get excited. And then they have the ones they look to see who's coming in that day and they, they dread it. You know, get rid of those guys and focus on your ideal, absolutely perfect patient because they stay longer, they're compliant, they refer more business to you, they sing your praises. Um, and that's what's great about what we can do now with the internet and Facebook and everything else is you can, once you know that ideal avatar, you can attract more people just like that. So true. And... You put that out in the universe of who you love and who you want to attract. They start finding their way to you. Like this isn't woo-woo stuff, but it starts to show up in your marketing, the way you carry yourself, the referrals that you ask for. You know who to look for. You know what not to look for. Then be before you know it, you're looking down that, that referral list. You're looking down that client list, and you're like, wow, I'm excited about every one of these appointments because you're attracting the right people through – messaging the right way through X, through Y, through Z. It just starts to happen. Absolutely. Let's talk about some content. How important, once you know your avatar, how important is it to create content? And do you have any tips and strategies for consistently putting that content out? So now you know who your avatar is. You know who that person is that you're trying to attract to your business in any way, shape, and form. Now it's time to create content for that person. Now, what you need to look at is, what are the biggest struggles that my avatar has? How about you create solutions 
for those struggles, for those obstacles, for those challenges? How about you go to your best clients that are already coming in? Maybe it's 10% of your business, maybe it's 60%, whatever it is, and you ask them one-on-one, hey, by the way, Billy, like, what are you struggling with today? Like, what are, you, what are your obstacles? And then you listen and you write them down and then you create content via blogs, podcasts, social media that is solving those problems in the form of this content so that other people that are having those same problems that are your avatars as well are saying, wow, this guy, Billy, he's providing the solutions to my problems and he doesn't even know me. And, and I love that quote. I think it was a, a, a Ford quote is that if you can define your client's problem better than they can, they'll just assume that you have the solution. And guess what? You do. Right. I also heard somebody say one time, you want to try to finish the conversation in your client's head. What are the thoughts they're already thinking? And how can you complete that? You know, enter that conversation and, and help complete that. And that's going to they're going to resonate more with what it is you're doing. And what are the doubts that they're having? What are the obstacles that they're actually um, experiencing that are holding them back from saying yes or from doing whatever, whatever that might be? Like, what are their doubts? What are their fears? And if you can remove those doubts and allay those fears before they even voice them, you win. You are a machine whenever it comes to putting out content. I mean, let's face it, whenever you first set out, to do a podcast episode every single day and you've you've done over 1700 now it's incredible these doctors <coughs> excuse me they're busy they've got a practice going you know they're most of them are hands on in their office they're working in their business and on their business what suggestions can you give to them on setting aside time to develop some of this content, whether it's yeah. videos or podcasts or blog posts or whatever. You know, a great example is actually somebody that just came down to, to Puerto Rico um, this past weekend. I, I threw something pretty similar to what we met up at, Puerto Rico Masterminds. I threw a, a five-person, three-day event at my house, very premium, very high level. This was These were $6,500 tickets per person. Five people came down. They spent three days with me. One of them was Stephen, Dr. Stephen Cabral, who's a naturopathic doctor. And he has an amazing podcast daily, by the way, um, where he just solves one problem, one struggle, one obstacle. So what does he do? He goes into work. He sees his patients. He does his thing. And always, every day, there's one problem, one question that comes up, one challenge. And when that client leaves, when that customer leaves, he presses record on his computer and he just talks for 10 to 15 minutes. And he just goes, hey, this is something that just came up right now. I'm just going to do a little bit of a rant, then I'm done. And then he does it. And then guess what? When he presses stop, that file gets uploaded to a Dropbox folder and his team does the rest. They add the intro, the outro, they, they publish the podcast episode, they get the transcripts, they turn those transcripts into a show notes page on his website, they take the best parts of that rant and make it to social media posts, you know, they do all of the things from his one 10 to 15 minute rant, this guy now has over 500 podcast episodes, and again, he does it seven days a week, and he is working from seven to seven, this guy's seeing clients all day long, but like everybody, he has those little pockets of, of space where he just hits the record button and he rips off a podcast episode, which is just 
an audio clip that he records, and then his team does the rest. So set the process up once, then you're off to the races. Yeah, that's great. That's the great. Cabral concept. Check it out. Yeah, I'll put. I'll try to look it up, and uh, I'll put a link to the show notes in there. So that'll be good. How important do you think it is to have funnels and follow-up sequences? It's everything. Your business is a funnel. And if it's not, your business will fail. Literally, like it's that black and white. If you don't have a funnel in your business, um, then you're going to fail. And guess what? If you're succeeding right now and you're listening to this and you're like, what is a funnel? Um, he must not be right because I'm not failing. Well, that means you have a funnel. You just don't know it. What a funnel is, is it's the journey that you take your avatar on. That's the best way to put it. A funnel is a journey that you take your avatar on. So when my listener, Jimmy, hears a podcast of mine, every single episode, I am taking him on a journey, on a funnel, whether he knows it or not. And that funnel ends at one of eight different areas because I have eight different funnels that are constantly running in my business. And that one of the funnels might end up at the Freedom Journal. Another one might end up at Podcaster's Paradise. Another one might end up at buying click funnels. Like I have different funnels for every part of my business that my listeners go through as they continue to follow my calls to action. Yeah, that's, um, that's one of the biggest takeaways I had in holes I found in my business was how many funnels you had set up in yours. When you broke, broke down all the different things, it almost makes you feel like, Oh my goodness, look at all all the money you've been leaving on the table. All the yeah, years. that's it. You know, it, at first it's I was true. thinking, oh my goodness, I'm just, you know, not necessarily a failure, but it's like there's so much more opportunity. I just need to be, and it's not that it's, that it's difficult to do. It just takes some time to know what you're doing and set it up properly. And then, like you said, you set it up once and it's done. Yeah. Good stuff. So, um, how can, how can people plug into more of what you have going on? I mean, well, you've we got have a, the you've got the podcast. What else do you have? Well, we have a lot of cool things. You know, what, what I'd recommend is checking out our headquarters, which is just over at eofire.com. You know, we have the podcast. We have free courses, a free course on how to podcast, on how to do webinars, and how to do funnels, on how to do goals. And by the way, all of those free courses are funnels, which you can study and hopefully apply to your business. Um, you know, we have cool things like we mentioned the Freedom and Mastery Journal if you want to accomplish goals or become more productive day to day. So you can just check out what we have going on over there at eofire.com. Great. I'll put a link in the show notes. JLD, thank you so much for uh, for coming on today and hanging out with us. And uh, I look forward to seeing you. Hopefully, we'll be able to connect again in October when I'm back down in Puerto Rico. You better believe it, brother. All right, dude. Peace. Take care. See you. Well, you've just listened to another episode of Cairo Candy. For the show notes to this episode and all the other shows, head on over to CairoCandy.com. Now, if you're ready to take your practice to the next level and you want to use Facebook to do it, or maybe you've used Facebook before, but you've never had the results that you're looking for, or maybe you've used other people to do Facebook marketing for you, and you just haven't been satisfied, head on over to KyroCandy.com and check out our free Facebook marketing training. 
I go through several different key mistakes that I see doctors all over the world making when it comes to Facebook marketing, and I show you some key strategies and tips that we're using to help chiropractors take their business to the next level and increase the impact in their community. Once again, go to chirocandy.com and check out our free Facebook marketing training. We are currently working in over 40 different chiropractic offices all over the world, all over the U.S., Australia, Canada, and we see what's working and what's not. And in this training, I'm going to point out what's working and why it's working. We'll see you next week on another episode of Cairo Candy. See you.